What is up? We are back. This is the third episode of my wife's Buffalo Chicken Dip for the Ears. And let us get rolling. everyone welcome back we are here in an undisclosed location uh, it's a top secret you could probably hear a little bit of reverb it's all natural all coming from the room um, but it's a top secret location the only person that knows that I am here is today's guest my good friend Thomas Amity Thomas how are you I'm doing well thanks for having me Danny um... Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm nothing. That's that's what he has to say about that. We can, we can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think we are going to cut that out. We're going to keep that in. Anyway, but um, yeah, so today uh, we have Tom on because Tom is, I, this may sound like a joke, but this is this is true. Tom is my personal like technical advisor. What'd it's true. I'm, I'm his go-to customer support when it comes to Anything Mac, anything technical. <laughs> so. That is true. I, I, like just yesterday, I'm like, dude, I've way too, I've way too much stuff on my laptop right now. I didn't take it to Apple. I didn't ask Google. I didn't go to Mac.com and and ask one of their advisors. I was like, Tom, come to my apartment right now. I need to take some space out, of, uh, fill some space up, free it up, and uh, and he did that. And guess what? He was he was grateful for it. I feel like it was more of a nine one one storage almost full. And then I was just there. That just happened. I was there. Yeah. He, like, it was like uh, the State Farm guys, like, like a na- good neighbor, State Farm was there. And then boom, like, here I am. I, I just like, I just start like, crying. Boom, you got no, no, I just, 50 gigs of storage. <laughs> I just, I just start crying and, and I'm like, Tom, I need you. And then boom, there you are. You know, he knows, Tom knows. Anyway, but he's here today because we were talking about the one thing, the, the one thing that he knows best, technology. And um, I think... You know, we've been hearing a lot of these uh, conspiracy theories, and I'll kind of get your, your voice on this in a second, but this whole thing of our phones are listening to us. Tom, what do you, what do you think about that? Do you think it's true? Do you think it's a, a theory or what? Um, in theory, it sounds great. Um, I mean, obviously, every, every device has a microphone, so it's not unheard of that they're literally listening to us. I mean, we're recording on a microphone right now. That's true. Um, but... I think it's more of a question of who's listening and what are they using the audio for? Personally, I think like if they were listening, I think President Trump just wants to kind of hear every day, like to make himself feel really normal. And so he just kind of has it going on in in his background, has it like, you know, some people listen to podcasts or music. He just listens to people's conversations. I feel like he he just loves the conversations that people have about him because he's just like, He'll say something wild and then he's just listening to like, oh my gosh, did you hear what Trump said? Yeah, we actually, we had a conversation like that today at, at dinner. He, oh uh, yeah, absolutely. he was listening in on our conversations. <laughs> he was listening in on our conversations. That's probably why, oh my gosh, that's probably why my hot water wasn't working today when I was trying to wash my hands. I wouldn't be my, surprised if he calls me off. later and he's just like, just like, yo Tom, you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> hype me up a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we always say, like we just said, um, our phones are listening to us, our laptops are listening to us, but I'm bringing up a whole new theory and Tom, I'm sure you're, as my technical advisor, I'm bringing it to you to see if it holds any water. So, you know, we ask, are, are, are our phones listening to us? I say no. But, however, I do truly believe that our phones are smelling us at all times. 
whether it's on, whether you're using it, or whether it's even turned off on airplane mode or, uh, or your cellular data is off, at all times, I think that our cell phones are smelling us. Tom, what do you think about that? Well, I certainly hope not because there are a lot of smells I don't want my phone to smell. But with technology that they're using, like the Apple Pay stuff, I don't even really know how that works. It's just like, beep, like $20 at McDonald's. I don't even know why I spent $20 at McDonald's, but it's $20 at McDonald's. You know why you spent $20 at McDonald's? I have diabetes. um. (laughs) Fun fact, Tom has diabetes. Anyway, but... You know, I've, I've brought this to the layman. You know, I've, I've voiced my, my thoughts and my, and my personal theory to just pretty much everybody who would listen. And they all kind of looked at me like I was um, an idiot. However, I told them, I'm like, you don't understand. We always, like, that's how the government is, is trying to, they're, they're, they're trying to control us by like, oh yeah, do, are we listening? Hmm, I don't know. Because, you know, with the left hand, they're throwing us this, they're throwing us this thought, but on the, on, on the secret right hand that everyone thought didn't exist, they're actually, they are literally smelling us. Well, I do think because, so an example, like I'm walking out of the bathroom one time and I'm like, that just smells really bad. But I don't say anything, right? I whip out my phone, go to Facebook, scrolling through, and Febreze ads, like everywhere. You're kidding. But I didn't even say Febreze, I didn't even say smell. Just Febreze ads. The Febreze ads, because they knew. Febreze ads. And then I leave and I'm like, I'm hungry for some dessert because I smell that candle burning. Mm. And, you see and then ads? I see Nestle ads and I'm like, you're killing me. Wow. I have a, I've so ind- it, definitely, it definitely holds water. I do have a similar story to that. I was, <clears throat> everybody knows I, I do not like going to the bathroom. Um, I, I do not like going number two. Anywhere but in the privacy of my own personal bathroom. I, I can't do it. I cannot do it, right? But I'm, you know, before you have to go to the bathroom, you're, you're pardon my language, but you're farting a lot. And I personally, I, at the time, I, I was farting a lot. And all of a sudden, my phone pops up, and I usually get this, like, for, um, you know, back last semester, I worked at Chick-fil-A, and every day from uh, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I would work at five o'clock. So I would leave the campus at four, and every Monday, uh, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that I, I wasn't working, at four o'clock, my maps would come up and say, hey, it's gonna take 40 to 45 minutes to get to work. So I'm thinking, okay, um, that's kinda cool how, it's, how it knows my schedule now. However, when I'm starting to fart a lot, my, and it knows, like it smells it, it smells like, okay, these are, these are pre-poop farts. Again, please pardon my language for all my young listeners out there, but I was having pre-poop farts, and they're different than normal farts, and my phone popped up and said, hey, you are 20 minutes from home. So, and I'm thinking, okay, hmm, it's a, it's a Tuesday afternoon, and very rarely am I driving home on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm usually home on a Tuesday afternoon, but it smelled, okay, it's like, Danny, okay, this is my phone, it's like speaking, or thinking, whatever the consciousness that my phone has, it's, it's, it's just said, okay, oh, those are, okay, those, Danny, yep, I smell those pre-poop farts, now, let's get your home, buddy, because we know what you gotta do, we know what you gotta do, and it sent me my GPS timing home, now, think about that, what do you think about that, Tom? 
I definitely think it is a solid um, example of it. Um, I'm curious to delve into some of the technical aspects, though, and to how this would, would play into it. Like how, obviously, it does something, right? It's it's smelling this stuff, but how does it do that? So, I was thinking, I was thinking that too. So what I did earlier today was I just took a, take your phone out, Tom. You have an iPhone. I do have an iPhone. So now whip out your iPhone, and I want you to do me a favor and to look in between your flash and your camera. And I want you, do you see that little dot? Is that I Jeff? do, I see it, I yep. see it, the little, the little black dot. Yep, thing. do you see that little black dot? I do. What is that? So I did some research, and not anywhere, online, no, no Reddit forums, no... Uh, no uh, iPhone manuals, can I find out what that little black dot is? So, I think before, I think, I think that's the nose. Not, to, you know, speaking figuratively here, that is the nose of the iPhone. Yeah, I think a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, that must be the microphone, but... I do think because obviously there are plenty other places for them to put a microphone. I mean, because you talk on the phone, it's not going to be by the camera. Exactly. So why would that mm -hmm. be a microphone? So, I I I think I think you're right in that point. Um, and I I do wonder where this connects, because you never you can't say, "Hey Siri, smell my shoes." And, and she'll respond. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't understand that. Exactly. See? Siri, so they don't, I, th like, I think she... The, Siri's behind it too. The the nose is is disconnected from the rest of the iPhone except for maybe the SIM card and it just sends straight to Apple or Verizon, AT&T, you know, whoever, whatever you have. Yeah. That is... See, like... And, and but like, here's the thought. What is the purpose behind this now are they trying to run some sort of census as to the different types of smells of the population of the world are they trying to uh, determine marketing maybe like for me like it knows um you know like the deodorant i wear the body wash i use the uh, even down to the laundry detergent that i use um are they trying to market specifically toward me you know, like one, um, let's say I wash my clothes using um, uh, a flowery scented um, detergent, laundry detergent. I put on my clothes, put on my, my, my pants, I throw my, my phone in my pants, and my phone's just catching whiffs of this detergent. Now, it can kind of, now and then now when I'm on Facebook or like you said earlier, the advertisements, okay, now I'm seeing all these advertisements for laundry detergent, but that's where my theory ends because I've never seen an advertisement other than television or like on like on Hulu or Fate or Netflix or whatever, you know, commercials like laundry detergent commercials. Um, what do you, what would you say to my to that sub theory? Well, I do think most of the data they collect would be used for advertising. Um, but I don't know. Obviously, we've seen it in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, um, with these examples that we've shared. But I think they also use it in a different kind of advertising that most people don't realize. Ooh, ooh. And if you pull out your phone and you open Safari, Chrome, whatever you have, 
So you click on the, the search bar and just start typing, type the word what. And immediately you get all of these suggestions in I have what men want, what time is it? I got I got what time it is. I got what time is it, right? I just got that too. Oh my gosh. What came first, bipedalism or large brains? That's a really good question. We'll talk about that in another episode. So yeah, obviously most people don't realize it, but that is a form of advertisement because you could you start typing in a word and Google's like, "Oh, I smelled this earlier. Let me see like what scent is that?" Or, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Tom. Oof. There's a reason why you're my technical analyst. There is a, and that's the reason, folks. For those listening, you can now expound on the, the brain of Thomas Amity. Fun fact, Tom and I, this is another example of how our phones are smelling us. Tom and I, um, before I got married, he and I were roommates for uh, one year, uh, our sophomore year of, of college. And um, the last semester, like the last five, six weeks of the last semester, we like, our dorm got the best of us. And um, I'll, I'll, we'll be honest, it smelled. It was, there was clean laundry, dirty laundry. It was all jumbled together. Um, it got so bad that I had to sleep on the floor because <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I love, like, I'll wash laundry all day. I hate folding laundry. Um, it's probably my least favorite thing to do. It is like, I hate it. Anyway. We we were you know just kind of living life, living in our mess is what's what's the term like living in your mess or whatever. Anyway, we were living in literally squalor. Yeah, we were living in squalor. It was the slums of North Point Bible College was our dorm room. So we were just hanging out, and I get a text from our mutual friend Dylan, and he goes, "You guys should really clean your room." What? How, how? Are you telling me that my phone's not listening? Wait, are you saying that your phone told Dylan to text us or did our phones text us as Dylan? Oh my gosh, Tom. I was gonna say that our phones told Dylan to text us, but that's a greater, that's a, that, is even, that is even more logical explanation. So, so your phone or my phone or even Dylan's Both. phone or even Dylan's phone oh my smelled God. our room or all of them smelled our room and decided, okay, Dylan is going to text Danny, clean your room. But it wasn't even Dylan. It was just, so do you think the because phone. the three of us are friends, our phones are friends and our phones kind of communicated with one another saying, okay, the three of us have been in that room many times in the past couple of weeks and it smells and we can't take it anymore. Absolutely. I think our phones couldn't tolerate it before we couldn't tolerate it. Because we grew immune to like, it. But our phones are, they're, they're, they're just, all they are is basically, they're, they're mechanical. They're a piece of, uh, well, like you wouldn't say it was like artificial intelligence here. It was just, it was, just, it was mostly. Oh, no, they can't, it's, it's just, it's raw data being poured in. So they can't build up an immunity like we can to our exactly. own smells. So that's why they came together and they had Dylan send us a text message to our phone Kind of giving us a hint that we should. And the next thing we did, we cleaned our room. And, and the next thing we did, we cleaned our room. And guess what? We never got a text again. We even bought those little, um, you know, those little scent things. We did buy those little scent things. Essential oils. 
those were stuff, awesome. All of that in it. It was it was great. Wow. I think we came down to the bottom of it. So if if you've if you've been listening, and we turned your mind into from uh, we turned your mind from uh, okay, like our phones do listen to okay, our phones aren't listening. Our phones are smelling. Then that's then I think we got the conversation started, and that's really what we're here to do. We're here just to kind of start the conversation. Before this is kind of off the beating path of path of uh, of what my wife's buffalo chicken dip for the ears is all about. We talk about things that don't matter, but this our phones being able to smell us. This matters. We are we are I feel at this point pioneering the the technology conspiracy of smelling phones smelling the world around them and i think this is something that could really take off and really gain some ground and just go viral in a sense i think it very much well could go viral i think people need to be talking about this we need to get t-shirts made we need to get uh bumper stickers for our cars be like like what are you talking about boom and then in fine print saying like when was the last time when was when was the last time your phone smelled you and people like what and then they talk about it and guess what it brings it back to this podcast so we're starting something here. So if you're listening and you, and you want to be about it, talk about it. Because that is the only way to stop these, uh, the government, it's the only way to stop Mark Zuckerberg, it's the only way to stop um, the, the, the late Steve Jobs. He's already been stopped, but to stop him again, probably. And pretty soon I feel like he's going to start sending smells to our phones. Oh my gosh. That's, that's going to be the end of the world. So if you're listening, we need to start this conversation so we can stop our phones from smelling us. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. I am livid. So that, I, think, I think we should wrap this up because we, we need to get some work done. Tom, you and I, Thomas Amity, technical advisor, we need to get, we need to get some work done. Oh yeah, I've got, I've got super techie stuff to get back to. Yeah, I, um, you gotta it's go been it's been real. It's been fun. Yeah, you got to go hack the mainframe again. But absolutely, I've got to hack every mainframe in the country oh in a matter of like ten minutes. So yeah, yeah. But um, so thank you for listening. Um, again, let's let's talk. Let's start this conversation. Phones should not be able to smell. Let's start this conversation. Thank you for listening. We will be back. Next Thursday, Thomas, thank you again for, for joining us today, talking about the things that truly, truly matter. Thanks for having me. And um, we look forward to uh, speaking into your ears again. <laughs> <laughs>